0: Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for October 29, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. What a big night of Thursday night football tonight in the top 25. The High School Football America top 25 has six of the top 12 teams in action tonight, including the top four in the nation playing and uh, Allen looking for its fourth straight Mythical High School Football America National Championship at home tonight. Taking on Plano West. The Eagles looking for their 50. First straight victory in a row. In Nevada, number two, Bishop Gorman looking to finish undefeated during the regular season. Palo Verde is their competition tonight. A big one here in Southern California that I'm checking out. The St. John Bosco Braves, number three in the nation, taking on Orange Lutheran in a huge game in the Trinity League, one of the toughest leagues in the country. Uh, The Braves have won 19 straight. They broke the all-time Trinity League win streak Uh, last week with their 19th straight win orange lutheran a team that uh five and three but all three losses against nationally ranked teams they've lost to corona centennial here in california modern day from the trinity league and de la salle so uh, chuck peterson's group is battle tested in big games and if you were with us back in july when we had jason negro the head coach at saint john bosco on the show You heard him say that Orange Lutheran was the dark horse. That was the team that he feared the most, and uh, they've got that triple threat offense that they run. It's hard to prepare for and uh, tonight the Braves should have their hands full. I've seen St. John Bosco uh, twice in person this year so far and wins over Santa Margarita and Modern Day. I've got to tell you I've watched over a thousand games in person during my lifetime and uh, I don't know that I've seen a better high school football team than this squad for the Braves this year. They are that good and it'll be a great test tonight against a uh, well-prepared Orange Lutheran team. Number four from Southern California, also in action tonight, Corona Centennial. Corona Centennial and St. John Bosco. Everybody's seeing them on a collision course in the CIF, CIF Southern section, the Pac-5 Divisional Playoffs, with the winner going on to the state tournament. It, uh, it, it's going to be a dandy game and tonight. The uh, Huskies taking on Corona in a game in the Inland Empire in Southern California. You can check out all of the scores tonight from the top 25 and our state-by-state scoreboards in action already. Uh, They are powered by ScoreStream, our partners at ScoreStream. Just go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. In the navigation tab, you'll see scores. You'll be able to get to the top 25 scoreboard and the state-by-state scoreboards there. And if you're at a game tonight, why not download the ScoreStream app and score along with everybody else? It's a lot of fun. We mentioned that uh, six top twenty-five teams in action tonight, and uh, also in action, including to the including the top four will be in Texas. Katie, the Tigers, they've slipped a little bit. Their strength of schedule is hurting them, but the Tigers have been good all year long. They're down to number eleven. They got as high as number uh, nine this year. Tonight taking on Tompkins and number 12, Cedar Hill, the team that they've played the last three times. Katie and Cedar Hill have played for the uh, biggest classification Division Two championship, three years running. Cedar Hill, the Longhorns, in a big game tonight against Mansfield. Check that game out on our top 25 scoreboard every uh, Sunday we come out with the top 25 before everyone else for those of you new to new to high school football America we use an algorithm it's not an opinion poll we base it on something that we've been developing over the last three years that we think is better than all the other computer rankings that are out there so be sure to uh, check out the rankings that come out on Sunday we release the SoCal top 25 and the California 25 on Sunday on Mondays the other 25 that's teams 26 through 50 the teams knocking on the door and also on Monday we put out our regional rankings so uh, be sure to check all that out at highschoolfootballamerica.com we mentioned our partner score stream now the other partners USA Today High School Sports check them out at usatodayhss.com it's not just football Uh, they've been doing the super 25 rankings since the early 80s but year round USA Today High School Sports popping out lots of great content if you're a high school sports fan even if it's not F- football you can get it all at usatodayhss.com also brought to you tonight by the tdi razor folks at southern sport the debris inhibitor razor keeping those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes And let me just tell you this, Joey Tykert, one of the founders of the Debris Inhibitor Razor, will be on the show a little bit later. Uh, NBC Sports, uh, actually NBC News, has been doing a lot of sports uh, news lately, and they've been looking into the uh, the artificial turf fields, the synthetic turf with the... uh, crumb rubber in it, the the rubber pellets that we've been talking about for years here with uh, the debris inhibitor razor folks, you know, keeping them out of your shoes. Well, NBC News has done over the last year a couple of stories about uh, a, a, a larger-than-usual number, I would say, of cancer cases, uh, specifically in soccer for uh, goalies that uh, are playing on synthetic turf. Uh, it all started out at the University of Washington with a coach there, and uh, since they did the first story on NBC News a year ago, they've now had 126 athletes come forward identified with some form of cancer. Uh, soccer having the most out of the 126 with 109 players, football has had 10. The uh, EPA has not done any studies on this. There's a a big call right now for a study to be done to see if something is definitely wrong within these fields, and there's uh, over 12,000 fields in the country. That are a synthetic turf here in Los Angeles. Uh, the Los Angeles uh, Independent School District has uh, decided that it will not install any more uh, artificial turfs. Um, the Yale University. Yale University released a study earlier this year saying that uh, they looked at crumb rubber. And again, these are the pellets that are in there. So when you're looking at the field that looks like all grass and uh, in order to keep it kind of nice and soft, these pellets are filled in there to make the, the field, uh, you know, playable and, and safer. The Yale University study found 96 chemicals in its crumb rubber with over half of them uh, being called toxic uh, having some sort of toxicity to it and out of the uh... the half that uh... is toxic they say twenty percent uh probably carry uh, you know carcinogens and uh, it's just a a story that's got to be looked at obviously uh, turf fields are are cheaper especially out here in Southern California uh, with the drought being what it is you know there's a way to obviously get more use out of it you can play more sports on the turf but it's an interesting uh, interesting debate going on right now out there saying are these safe and the debris inhibitor razor while you know now Joey and company they are not scientists and these uh the, the the debris inhibitor razor is not designed to protect you from any harm that can come if there is in fact you know carcinogenic stuff that can cause cancer in in the fields. Uh, the TDI razor all it does is it keeps those pellets, which by the way are just a pain in the butt whenever I'm on the field they're in my shoes i I'm going to tell you right now I've got sneakers on with socks and in those socks there's probably a couple of pellets in there because you have to pick them out. Uh, so the TDI Razor folks uh, do a great job of making sure those pellets stay where they are. The crumb rubber stays on the field. Trust me, they get dragged all over the place. If you've never been around a uh, an artificial surface right now with the crumb rubber, you don't know how messy it is. It gets... Everywhere, So uh, Joey Teicher going to come on and talk about how the debris inhibitor can help in uh, keeping those pellets where they belong, which is on the field. Also on the show, by the way, I uh, want to mention, have a great guest uh, from Ohio, the number eight ranked. St. Edward Eagles. Another big game this week against their arch rival, St. Ignatius. But uh, on the show tonight, Tom Lombardo, who took over the program after Rick Fanati left uh, at the end of last year. After winning the Division I championship, he took a job at the University of Michigan football program. And we're going to have Tom Lombardo, who has his team at 8-1. and one, And they have played... Beyond a shadow of a doubt, the toughest schedule in the nation, and Tom Lombardo is going to talk about that. Now, back to our partners, uh, two others Echo and Crossover. Echo, you get Instant replay on your sidelines giving you a an edge in your coaching. The grease board, the chalkboard, that's gone. Uh, basically, you know, it's show instead of tell. You get to show your players eight seconds after the play is done exactly what they did right or wrong. It's a great way to coach, and it's a great way to have a competitive edge. You can learn more by going to echo1612.com or just go to High School Football America. Click on the banner ad to go to echo 1612 also brought to you tonight by Crossover. With a K, crossover.com forward slash football. Get a free five-minute demo. Crossover will break down your game film for you. They will tag it. They will do everything that you do Wasting your time on a Sunday away from your family—they will do that for you, and it's cost-effective. It's great. You need to check it out. Every coach that I've turned them on to, uh, turned on to Crossover, has loved it. They do a wonderful job. You need to check them out. Crossover.com, Crossover with a K, forward slash football. Crossover with a K.com, forward slash football for your free five-minute demo okay taking our first break when we come back we're going to talk st edward eagle football tom lombardo going to join us on the line to talk about what's been an incredible year so far for the eagles eight and one number eight in the nation in the latest high school football america top 25 that and more you're listening to high school football america on the artist first radio network instant replays on a high school football sideline seriously yes the future is here with echo 1612's instant replay sideline system echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an ipad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously. You'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass-playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, Extra large, founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFa when you order at TDIrazer.com. That's Razor, spelled with a U, at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website. And in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down-and-distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K, crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 every Monday by going to usatodayhss.com. Well, speaking of the Super 25, as we said at the top of the show, we're going to have a conversation with uh, one of the teams that uh, is in the in the mix for a national championship. Things have to break right, but uh, hey, what a schedule they played! As I told you at the beginning of the show, St. Edward, out of Ohio, has played uh, arguably one of the toughest schedules in the country. Tom Lombardo is the new head coach there in his first year. He's not not a stranger to St. Ed. He was a uh, he was an assistant coach there there a while back but uh, he has taken over the program that Rick Fanati had put on the map with a couple of championships. Uh, they're the defending Division 1 champ and coach Lombardo is on the line right now to talk about what's been a probably a pretty fun year but also a little taxing with that schedule coach. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, it's, it's great to have you on here. And I, I don't want to kind of put the cart before the horse. I talked about the schedule, but let's, let's talk about your journey back to uh, St. Edward. You left there for a, for a little bit of time. And, uh, this year's been an interesting year. I mean, you're, you're offered a job at Maslin. You you say no for family reasons. And then you get, you know, to come back to a a place that you know very, very well. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the journey and, 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 and what uh, brought you to the decision to come back to St. Ed.
1: Yeah, you know, I uh, back in uh, you know 2002, I I was an assistant here for five years, and my father-in-law, John Gibbons, who's a kind of a legendary uh, high school coach, was was the head coach at that time, and you know we we really had a great run there, lost in a state final, and uh, lost in a state semifinal. Um, we coached some real great players, a bunch that went on to play you know big time football, and a couple played in the NFL, and Alex Boone still playing for the 49ers out, out your way, and. Haruki Nakamura played a few years in the NFL. So, um, you know, then, uh, then when things changed and we went to uh, – I, I had the opportunity to coach Highland. Um, uh, that opportunity came up and, you know, kind of they were, they, they were down a little bit and we, we built that up and, and uh, football is, you know, doing well there and I'm, I'm real proud of that. In fact, Highland just built an $11 million uh, football stadium complex uh, on their campus. That's just, you know, awesome so i really feel that that uh, you know my 8 years there uh, you know that uh, i think that's the crowning if you will achievement <laughs> you know made a final four there and in, uh, in, in division 2 and another final eight so uh had a had a real nice tenure there and really was enjoying my time and and thing and 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 Madison, just five four kids and we live on the east side of cleveland and it was certainly a great opportunity that i you know had many sleepless nights trying to figure out, and was going to do it, and some little bugs told me that, you know, it just wasn't the right time to do it, and um, was going to stay at Highland and kind of enjoy that stadium and, and go from there, and then, you know, uh, you know, Rick Fanati ends up, you know, getting an opportunity at Michigan, which, you know, no one really foresaw that that may happen, and the next thing you know, I was in the running here for uh, for, for the job here, and, and, and being here and being from Cleveland and and where I lived, and, and going to a Catholic school myself, which was a Holy Cross School, and having two boys now that are, are uh, one's in eighth and one's in tenth grade, that would get a chance to go here. Th- those are really the deciding factors. I, I believe in you know the education. I believe in Catholic education. I believe what the school stands for, and I think you know when you put all those things together uh coupled with the great football program you know coaching at the highest <laughs> level i think that's the reason
0: kind of a little bit of a no brainer there it's great how the universe works isn't it though a lot of lot of yeah. opportunities for you and you're 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 kind of taking it by the throat uh, tom lombardo is the new head coach at saint edward uh new only from the standpoint of this year uh, got a, enough games under the belt in 2015 to to say he's no longer than the new guy but uh, you know one of the things that i like to do here on the show and rick did it when he was back on in 2011 he was on the show but i i'd love uh um, to kind of talk a little bit about what you said there at the end, you know, obviously a great program, but Saint Edward tradition is, is is pretty good in all sports out there. Can you describe it for a national audience what it's like, um, you know, to be a coach within a in a program that prides itself on, like you said, the student athlete and being very good in sports?
1: Well, that's what you know the mix. I mean, one of the pillars of the school is excellence, and I think we have excellence across the academic you know, for them most importantly. right? You know, right now in football we have 46 kids playing in college at, at you know, you're talking Big Ten to Ivy League to Division three. Uh, you know. And, uh, you know, I think there's like four captains, Deontay Gibbons at or Gibson at Northwestern and or uh, Orlowski at West Virginia and a couple others that are, it's just, it's it's awesome, you know, that these <laughs> kids, uh, well, you know, what they get from here and then go on to, to be the leaders that they become. The wrestling program is, you know, nationally known. With I think we have 30, 31, or something state titles in, in wrestling in Ohio, and you know, I don't know how many national championships. Uh, you know, certainly a, uh, probably close to eight or ten of those. Uh, and I may be understating that. I'm not even sure of the number. And Coach Urbis, who who's, you know, kind of uh, kind of taking over that from Howard Ferguson days, is just, you know, just, you know, done just a marvelous job. A humble guy. He coaches our freshman football, so the two sports work closely together and uh, you know then through the years uh, you know knocking on the door for the state title there and uh, once in the 70s once in the 80s a couple times here in the early 2000s and you know uh, Rick was able to do a great job and finally uh, finally you know bring those those titles home uh, here so um, but yeah you know in the end it does, you know that that's that's great that's icing on it but it's it's more the development of the kid and and uh, you know where they get to go after that and what they go what they do beyond that and uh it's just nice to see that you know happening on the field as well as off the field. So, and, and you know, going with the schedule, you know, and I I, I, I might have been a little naive taking the job because I didn't realize how good these teams were. You, know? I mean, you sort of, you know, I I wasn't really looking at teams out of state. I mean, you hear of the main ones and everything, but I wasn't uh, paying too much attention at Highland at because you're in your own little world there. And you know, I'm like, oh, okay, we got a couple Florida teams, a couple New Jersey, teams. you know, and then I'm like, whoa, you start researching it. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? But uh, I, I got to give, you know, we lost 12 Division One players, and these kids, especially the seniors, with a transition in the coach, and uh, although we've kept a lot of the staff intact, but, uh, you know, that, that, that's something, that, and these kids have just responded in, in, in a way that's unbelievable. I mean, to be 8-1, if you would have told me that at the beginning after I studied these teams and how good they were and the type of players they had, I, and I just, I, I simply, you know, I, our goal was simply qualify for the playoffs, you know. If we got in, we figured that with the schedule we played, we'd be, a, you know, it would be, a, you know, we'd be a, a tough out. But uh, you know, to be where we are, to clinch the number one seed in the in our region, and uh, you know, playing our biggest rival now this week coming up, St. Ignatius, and uh, it, it's just an awesome spot to be in. And I, I can't say how proud I am of the uh, of the kids. You know, mm-hmm. after uh, coming off defending last year, but losing seniors that were just, you know, outstanding football players, uh, 12 you know, Division One players.
0: Yeah, you you had a lot of touch points there. You remind me, Scott Meyer out here in Southern California at Servite was in the same boat. I said, did you really ever look at the sky? I know why you wanted the job, but really, did you ever think? <laughs> I mean, you had the same sort of thing. Tom Lombardo is on the line tonight. Uh, St. Edward in uh, Lakewood, Ohio. And let's, let's talk about um, taking over the program. Obviously, you knew the program, but you have your own style. You've been away long enough to develop that head coaching philosophy that you like. What were some of the things that you did uh, – uh, when you took over and and, and through the offseason and then in fall camp that feel that you feel brought you to this point and and you know kind of what's the the thing that the mo that makes it a uh, tom lombardo program at this point
1: yeah you know it's tough to say jeff uh, on that you know i i'm friends with uh, rick you know uh, in fact he went to grade school with my wife and and euclid ohio there and they kind of grew up a couple streets away wow. uh so it's a small world you know and, and so I, 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 you know, t- just through talking to him, and uh, he's real busy, at, uh, obviously doing his, uh, you know, thing at Michigan. But you know, keeping Pete Pappas as a defensive coordinator, and Dan Scanlon as the online line coach, and we coached together uh, when I was back, and and a bunch of other guys that are are, are coaching. Uh, you know, a couple of former players and students of mine, uh, TJ Gallagher, Nate Oliver, Marty Newman came back, and a coach that coached, you know, uh, back in uh, you know eight ten years ago uh, is back as special teams coordinator, and Dan Wake so. It doesn't feel, it's new, but it doesn't feel as new, you know, because you, 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 you've you sort of been here. And um, I've had, uh, actually, three, head, I was a head basketball coach when I first started uh, coaching at university school. And then I was a head football coach at Lake Catholic, where my father-in-law, when he left there to come to St. Ed's, I was the head coach there, and and uh, we won a state championship in 2001 uh, in Division Three in Ohio, which is the third highest division. And then, uh, you know, went to Highland, which was Division two and, and now, uh, you know, so I... I think all the experiences that, when you come together, I was a coordinator on sort of both sides of the ball in my in my career, and did the head coaching thing. That you kind of get a broad, you know, you, you get a broad perspective on a lot of things, and understand that uh, you got to let people do their jobs and and work at it, and hire good people around you. And we certainly had that here from what Rick did, uh, you know, with his staff, and and things just uh, sort of continued. It's mostly I think that you know that the kids uh, have sort of responded well, and. And sort of, you know, took the ownership. I mean, that's about who, what it is anyways. You know, it's the kids mm-hmm. out there competing and playing. And I think we gave a lot of the same messages and, and uh, you know, just, just talked about, you know, the great tradition. And, and look, at, you know, whether I'm here and the next one comes and St. Ed's is going to be St. Ed's. They're going to be solid and great in football and and all sports and, and academically. So I'm just glad to be part of it.
0: Got the reins of the program going in the right direction. Uh, Tom Lombardo on the line, St. Edward High School. You're listening to High School Football America, brought to you by USA Today High School Sports tonight. And uh, let's. uh, You you mentioned uh, a while back there that you you guys lost, you know, 12 Division One players. um, And and certainly, I'd love to get every kid's name on the roster. But why why don't you talk a little bit about and start on the offense on some of the kids that you feel have really done a wonderful job, whether it's leadership, you know, on the field performance to get this team to. 8-1 8-1 going into uh, St. Ignatius.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of point at three areas. You know, number one, running back Cole Guest. He, uh, he's an Indiana recruit, and, uh, you know, it's just a, a blend of strength and power. Uh, he's not real tall. You know, he's probably 5'8", five, 5'9", five, about 190 pounds, but just he gets in the open field, he runs away from you. When you try and tackle him, he can kind of run through you, and uh, it's hard to get him down because he's got great balance. So uh, that was nice, having that back coupled with you know three returning solid starters and a half a starter on the O-line uh, that played on the state championship team last year. But the biggest key for what's new, I think, is Jimmy Keefe, the quarterback, who this is his first year starting, but as a senior, and it's just what a wonderful game manager, you know, an accurate passer, very, very intelligent, you know, makes decisions on sort of the read uh, option plays we run, as well as is capable of throwing the ball uh, when, the, when the looks present itself. And he's just had a an outstanding year for first year starter going against the schedule. You know, he's gone against with four new starting receivers. So that's um, you know, kind of sum up our offense. That's uh, you know, they 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 just blended well together. And I think you got to look at the quarterback to say, you know, he's composed uh, all through the offseason. The system's similar. It's not exactly the same. And you know, the terminology was changed a little bit, and uh, they just responded. You know, like it's it hasn't really missed the beat. You know, uh, from what I could see. So, and I think just us, uh, you know, the coaches on the offensive side working together before, even in the past, you know, helped smooth that over a little bit.
0: And uh, then you win championships with defenses. So let's uh, let's hear who the kids are that you're going to be counting on to to bring home maybe another Division One title.
1: Yeah, well, you got to start at our D line with uh, Michael Malley. You know, he's our defensive end, and. uh you know, he doesn't have a scholarship yet, but he, he should. I mean, he's you know, kind of on the one double A, two range of, of play, you know, but he's just, uh, he's been going against just some great O-linemen and, and really, really playing a high level of football. Uh, Cal Reynolds is another guy that's back from last year's team uh, on the D-line that, uh, you know, is, is doing a great job. All three linebackers are new. We play about six linebackers, actually, kind of rotating guys who's sort of the hot hand who's having a better week. So it's sort of great competition at that position. And we actually have three new secondary guys. Tony Butler's uh, uh, back, and he's a uh, you know he's a big recruit. But the two safeties and 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 Mel Jackson, uh, Kyle Fallon and Liam Coyne at safeties are brand new guys that uh, are not the biggest guys in the world, but uh, have just been playing outstanding football. So, uh, you know, there's I think eight I think eight new starters on defense. Um, believe it or not. <laughs> you know, so, uh, the the staff there has done just a whale of a job and. Uh, in preparing these guys to go against the schedule week in and week out.
0: Uh, and brutal. I mean, I think I counted it at one, or right now, I guess, five of the teams on the schedule have appeared in one of the National Ranking Service's top 25. I mean, you weren't joking. There's no there's no cupcakes on there. So let's talk about um, when you have kids. And these are still high school kids, let's face it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But when you're playing a couple of teams from Jersey, a couple of teams from Florida, and, and very good programs, and you still have the the molars in state. I guess you had, you had Gilman earlier from Maryland and St. Right. And Ignatius coming up how do you how have you balanced that how do you keep the kids you know these these teenagers you know aware that uh you know it's a it's a tough schedule but you really got to be using the coach speak one game at a time sort of thing how have you done it
1: well Jeff you know you asked earlier what's one thing I'd maybe you know put on the program or brought to it and it's that maybe just humble opinion of yourself and knowing that it really is not even one game but one practice one period of practice at a time we really have not looked at it and it's I'm telling you, it was mostly from naivety because, you know, I didn't realize how great <laughs> these teams were, you know. So I, I kind of was just kind of coming in, and, and, and uh, I, I wasn't nervous about it because I didn't know, and I was just trying to just get to know the kids and, uh, you know, install a new system and kind of go from the basics and the fundamentals. And then, you know, uh, the way we responded in that first game against Gilman to win that 14-13, to 13, and it was, uh, you know, a bloodbath there in West Virginia, and, uh, you know, each week they got more confidence. And what I really learned a lot about them is, you know, we went to St. Joe, uh, St. Joseph Regional in New Jersey. We lost. We had a chance to win. We missed a two point conversion at the end of the tie the game, then got the onside kick with a minute to go. And all we needed was sort of, we have a pretty good kicker. We needed a maybe a 15 20 yarder to get the ball down around the 30. And, uh, you know, we would have had a shot to make it to win the game at the at the buzzer. You know, and they, no guarantee, of course, but we would have had a shot. And we lost 22 20. And, you know, the kids sort of just refocused so well and knowing the next task at hand was the number one team in Ohio at the time, Cincinnati Elders. So, uh, you know, I mean, and then from there it was just a run of, you know, then Bergen Catholic and then, you know, Coco Florida and then Mainland Florida. It was like, you know, and then you looked at these teams and saw the D linemen and, and quarterbacks that they had. It was like, so we, we really... Never, you know, we just, didn't think, you know, it was kind of like we were the underdog in these things, in our own mentality, uh, in terms of preparing. Or at least I know in my mind, I felt that way, and and uh, so we just kept our nose to the grindstone, and you know, just, just just found a way to win, and and we found a way to win really close games, uh, or pull away at the end in some close games, uh, and, and then in you know this last game, Olaf, we were do- we went down seventeen nothing in the first quarter, and then scored forty nine unanswered, so. Uh, you know they've done it a, a, a whole bunch of ways in neck and neck games, games we came back, games we had to hold on to win in the fourth quarter. You know the offense has stepped up at times, the defense has made huge stops uh, at times, the special teams have made plays uh, in terms of a, a couple kick returns in crucial times. So I, you know, it's, it, I can't pinpoint one thing. It's just been a kind of a team effort all the way around there. Uh, of guys kind of stepping up and, and embracing the challenge.
0: Yeah, and and folks, just so you know, uh, and, and coach, we do an algorithm uh, that, that that kind of formulates everything out, and especially strength of schedule. You guys, fifty and eighteen with the teams you've played so far. No one in America has played a better <laughs> record. Well,
1: it, you know, Jeff, I, I've been saying this, and I, I'm understating it a little bit because I don't know. I think we have the toughest schedule in the country. I mean, I don't know if there's a rhythm or a, an algorithm like you said or a way to test this, but. I, you know, six of the nine teams we played have been rated number one in their state at some point this year, in their respective division. That's Florida, New Jersey, and and Maryland, uh, and Ohio. I mean, so I, I can't imagine that. You know, and I'm not, i don't know enough around you know Texas and and everything else with the type of, but I can't believe that, you know, anybody else has played week in and week out this type of schedule. Uh, uh, you know that we played. Uh, you know, in retrospect now. You know, and of course I'm not dwelling on it too much because right. we're in the middle of it, but. Uh, you know, it was sort of about like after the mainland game. I'm like, you know, I think we just did something pretty special, but we, you know, we were just so busy just doing it that we weren't even kind of thinking about it, yeah. you know, but I think we'll look back and say wow, but you know, of course the main prize is still down the road, you know, we want to you know, we we want to win that 15th game in Ohio, and 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 that that's the biggest thing. That's been the goal all along.
0: Yeah, well, we put the algorithm together back in 2012, and it's been pretty darn accurate. And and I, I feel pretty confident in agreeing with you because we do believe you have played the toughest one, and it's only wow. going to get better because if you make that run, like you said, to the finals, you're just going to play a lot of teams with good records there too. Now you have a rivalry game, and 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 we've we've talked about it before here on the show. St. Ignatius, you know, it doesn't matter right now. You know, they haven't maybe had the season. everybody thought but now they're still they are they're good uh, and you got the playoffs in the offing so t- tell us about this is this a good thing to have a game this tough prior to going to the playoffs how do you view this game and talk a little bit about the rivalry as you know it
1: well it's the greatest rivalry for, you know in Cleveland for sure I think and probably in Ohio now you know I mean you got Maslin McKinley and you got pickwick' you know you got a bunch of real good ones and long ones but the intensity of this one uh you know, the schools are just a couple miles apart. And the, the tradition of St. Ignatius with 11 state titles in Ohio, uh, Coach Kyle just, you know, I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the country. And his record speaks for itself, uh, you know, and, and what he's done and the way they do it. It, it. It's just, you know, we have a lot of respect for him. And uh, throw the records. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, they have great players. Um, they might have started off a little sluggish and had some injuries and lost a game that maybe they shouldn't have. But, uh, you know, you could... They're, they're, they just beat St. Knox, uh, St. Xavier down in Cincinnati. Uh, Moeller, they they were up 38-14 and kind of let them back in the game and ended up losing 55-52. They could score points. They have a great quarterback a couple great receivers, a lineman going to Notre Dame, and their defense is getting better each and every week. So, you know, they, they have to win, actually, to get into the playoffs, I think, and, and uh, that even makes it more fun and exciting. Um, uh, you know, we're in, but, you know, obviously we'd like to – you know, see, I'm not in, if mm-hmm. <laughs> we can help that, you know, uh, and uh, uh, it, it's just, you know, it's just going to be a great game if you just, it, you know, it's something you should experience, uh, you know, certainly if you live in Northeast Ohio, because it's, uh, it's, it, it just, it, it, you know, the two schools and the rivalry and the, uh, traditions of each just make it, you uh, an exciting event,
0: yeah. And, and and Ohio football this year has been darn good. Uh, whether it's up your area, down in the Cincinnati area, I don't know how much handicapping you do, and what I mean by that is looking ahead to the the run you're going to have to make and ha- who you have to go through. I know it's all you know a crapshoot at this point, but um, you know maybe maybe just talk in general how good Division One is this year in Ohio for people you know outside of the state that that, that are listening to to really understand how good it's going to be and and how how Talented you'll have to be to win a Division One title.
1: Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, Jeff. You know, a lot of people don't know the that. In fact, before the game, in the talking to the Florida mainland, he's like, you, you know, he was talking about spring ball and how they have practices all through the month of May and twenty some workouts, and they play a game at the end, three court. And he goes, well, "What do you guys do?" I said, "We don't have spring ball.
0: We don't. <laughs> we're not
1: even allowed to play. You know, play coach the kids at, at that time." And, and he couldn't believe it. He said, "You don't have anything in the spring?" I said, "No, we get ten helmet practice days in the summer." before August 1st, you know, and uh, that's all we have, no contact at any of those times or anything like that. And, you know, he, he, he couldn't believe it. So given, you know, that I think Ohio football, you know, of course I'm biased, but, you know, uh, you know, there's Florida and there's Texas and Pennsylvania and California, no doubt, you know, Georgia, there's some great areas of football, but top to bottom, division to division. And, and New Jersey I found a, a respect for. Those, uh, that Catholic League in New Jersey, boy, oh, boy, those teams are just, you know, tough as hell. Um but I, you know, top to bottom, boy, I I find it hard to pass up on Ohio, <laughs> you know, for, uh, for 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 football. I mean, and, and and what it means to to the small towns in Ohio, and then of course the big programs are are what get the, uh, the attention. But, you know, you go to a, a Coldwater game down in southern Ohio there, and 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 Maria uh, Maria Stein local, and you know, uh, it's just the town shuts down. I mean, it's just what you you know read about, and and it's it's just great great football. So. Um, I, I I have a ton of respect for Ohio and its football, and I think you know we kind of prove it by you know taking on some of these national teams through the years, and sort of uh, you know every every time I've talked to a couple of them, they say you know it's the most physical football uh, you know uh, that we that we played, especially some of the southern teams, and say that, and and uh, I, I think New Jersey you know kind of kind of can say the same thing, and I I know. You know, feeling that, you know, you got the speed of Florida sort of. You know, mm-hmm. now that we've seen it this year, I'm kind of becoming more of an expert <laughs> on this. You know, seeing, you know, how great athletes those guys were from Florida and how physical the teams were from New Jersey. And then playing the Molars and the X's and uh, Elders and Ignatius and, uh, you know, the top. Uh, and and the mentors, uh, you know, of public schools uh, in, in the area that are really, really good. And, and some others, you just... You just never know someone uh, hilliard davidson out of columbus has been there for a couple titles and they kind of play a grinded out style of football so uh, you know you got to take it one at a time I, I look at it this way to play you know you got the one game make it a four game sort of thing you know your your game and then the game of your opponent and then make that a bracket and just try and get through that and then make another four game bracket and try and get through that and if You do that you're in the finals you know that, and that's about the that's about the most I'll look ahead on it you know so uh, uh, we kind of kind of work that way and and I really really do believe and it's out a cliche to say it is one game one practice and, and just one rep at a time you know you just have to be you got to do the ordinary things extraordinary in my opinion to be a consistent football team. And our kids have bought into that this year, and I think that's what's
0: been the difference. Well, Tom, thank you for coming on the show. I'll tell you what, when you retire from coaching, with all this knowledge you've gained across the country, you need to go into the media and become, you know, because we're all idiots. We need somebody with some experience there. You need to come over to our side here. You've done a good job. Hey, Jeff, you, you you give me a house next door to you in Southern California, I'll pick you up on it. <laughs> okay, agreed. Done deal. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining us and and continued success during uh, not only this season but your time there at St. Ed. And best of luck in the postseason. Thank you very much, Jeff. It was a pleasure talking to you. very welcome. Taking a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America, brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously. You'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. Turf rubber pellets be gone. The debris inhibitor razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus, keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The razor, spelled R A Z U R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off the debris inhibitor razor comes in twenty three colors and sizes are youth medium large and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products, engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at... TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, And in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five minute demo to see how it can work for your team that's crossover with a k crossover dot com forward slash football High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today. Find out who's in the Super 25 every Monday at USA Today HSS. Com. Time to bring in another sponsor right now, Joey Tyker, one of the founders of the debris inhibitor razor made by Southern Sport, the American-made product that keeps those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. It's also known as crumb rubber. It's what uh, they fill the artificial turf with right now. And recently, NBC News has been running um, a couple of stories about uh, some soccer players that are developing cancer, and specifically goalies. Uh, and they believe there could be a direct uh, correlation between the goalies playing on these field turf uh, surfaces and the crumb rubber in it. Uh, Yale University has done a study recently that says that uh, there's 96 chemicals in crumb rubber and uh, over half uh, uh, half of those chemicals are toxic and 20% of those uh, have a high probability of carcinogenic material. Uh, that still stays into the crumb rubber. And while Joey is not a scientist and he is not here saying that uh, the debris inhibitor razor keeps uh, you from getting cancer, if in fact that's what's happening, he's here, though, to say that there's a way to uh, keep those pellets off of the skin and uh, definitely uh, you know keep them on the field instead of going uh, back into the locker rooms in the home. And uh, Joey's on the line right now to talk about that. Welcome to the show, Joey. Hey,
2: Jeff. How are you, man?
0: I'm good and it's always good to talk to you. You've been a sponsor of ours here at high school football America for uh, four years and we've spent that time talking about keeping those rubber pellets, uh, the the crumb rubber out of shoes and of course uh, once they're in the shoes they're they you know traveling into locker rooms, they're traveling home, uh, uh, the crumb rubber gets everywhere and uh, you know the debris inhibitor razor is designed to stop the pellets from getting into your shoes and being carried around it has nothing to do with the topic we're going to talk about right now which is cancer it's not a product that stops that it's just keeping the pellets away but you obviously have been uh, you know integrally involved and know a lot about field turf and all that so we thought you'd be great to have on the show here about a year ago to set the scene for the listeners NBC News did a story on crumb rubber at uh, the University of Washington, a soccer coach there, a uh, girl soccer coach, had uh, indicated that a couple of players uh, had contracted cancer, and uh, kind of felt there was some sort of a connection between the the the, the crumb rubber. And all these girls putting all this time in on on field turf and practicing and playing on field turf. And uh, at the end of that story, they put out a call saying, hey, if anybody else has has a soccer background or has played on field turf, uh, contact us to let us know, especially if you're dealing with cancer. And uh, 126 athletes have now been identified as uh, having cancer and having played soccer on artificial turf. And uh, out of the, those 126, 109 uh, actually played soccer. Ten had played football. Uh, calls have been made to the EPA saying, "Please, uh, you know, look into this. Is this safe?" Uh, you know, there's about 12,000 uh, fields, uh, artificial turfs with crumb rubber in America. And uh, that has not been, that challenge has not been accepted yet by the EPA. They haven't really made a comment. Uh, In July, uh, Yale University releases a study saying there's 96 chemicals in crumb rubber over half being toxic with uh, 20% probably uh, carrying carcinogenic material in it. And uh, we thought you know it'd be great to bring Joey in here to talk a little bit about this again. Joey is not a scientist. The the, the, the TDI razor not developed to uh, to address this problem. It's just strictly to keep those rubber pellets on the field turf. But Joey, um, you know, obviously you guys as a company saw a need for your product several years ago. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what the debris inhibitor does.
2: You know, anybody that's walked out on any of those artificial surface fields and uh, you know knows. What it's like to have the, the you know the crumb rubber pellets get down in your shoes, and then next thing you know you bring it home, and and you get in your car, and it's all you know littered all over the, the carpet. You can't get it out, and then you bring it home, and you know it looks like you have maybe a rodent problem or something along those lines. And and I think that's where uh, you know we're able to, uh, to to make a big difference is is not in in in, uh, in dragging you know ha- having the, the the crumb rubber. Come with you wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you use, you know, use a razor, then uh, you're obviously able to to keep the crumb over on the fields where it's supposed to be.
0: And just let's explain to the people that are hearing your voice for the first time and don't know what the debris inhibitor razor is. Kind of give the the little elevator there on 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 how players and not just football players use it.
2: Yeah, well, you know, we've got two versions: the TDI razor and then also the TDI, TDI razor MP and. Uh, both products are are really for lack of a better term and over the you know, they're they're patented over the shoe sock that will uh will will you know, kinda has the look of, of spadding tape without having the expense of a spadding tape. It's reusable so you can, you know, just throw it right back in the uh washing machine and dryer and um and reuse it over and over again and and, uh, you know, some people say we may have made them too good, where they last, uh, too long, but, uh, it's part of that good quality, you know, made in the USA, uh, product.
0: Yeah, and people that, uh, kids that have used it have uh, told me personally how, how much they like it, and, and you do have to get me some of those multi-purposes for when I'm out there on the sidelines. I'm tired of these things. Trish gets a little upset, too, when they're dragged around the house, but <laughs> let's, you know, let's go, we've got to turn this a little serious now, because it's always been about, you know, as we've said before, kids love to spat. This is a way to, you know, lower than the cost of tape and all that, but now here you have this, this you know, report, NBC News has kind of, you know, been beating the drum for about a year, uh, the EPA has not kind of you know gotten anything uh, you know to them. They have not kind of looked into it. You've got this Yale University study saying you know there's a lot of chemicals in the crumb rubber. So uh, you know uh, from your perspective, I mean you're you're knee deep, <laughs> so to speak, in crumb rubber and, and preventing it. I mean, what comes to your mind uh, when you see this? And I, I know you're you're looking to take some action here in the near future. But you know, what are some of your thoughts when you hear these reports?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess it's just the uncertainty of of um you know, nobody's really having a firm stance on it. And, you know, I'm not really here to, um, to, to I guess, give a, an, a medical opinion or anything else like that. I just know that from a, um, you know, if there's any doubt about, you know, any of the bacteria, if there's any bacteria or carcinogens or anything, then obviously the, the, the important part of that would be, is, you know, keeping it out of your shoes, keeping it out of your, your car, keeping it out of your home. And, you know, that's what we're, that's what the debris inhibitor was designed for is to to keep crumb rubber or, or rocks or pebbles or anything else that, that would make a, uh, uh, you know, impede a, a, a player's athletic ability because of comfort. Um, that's what the debris inhibitor was designed for, for that. Now, you know, the, with, with everything going on, um, you know, with all the, the carcinogen studies and everything else, I think that'll wash out on its own. I think there was a study that was just commissioned uh, this past June. That's a three-year study to take a look at all that. But, you know, ultimately, uh, regardless if it's a, if it is a carcinogen or not, uh, the, the doggone stuff's uncomfortable whenever you get it in your shoes. Yeah. And and that's what we're here to keep that from, you know, we're, we're here to, to, to show that there's an affordable, uh, reusable way of, uh, you know, a product that's made in the United States that can, can keep that stuff out of your home out of your uh out of your car, and more importantly, out of your
0: shoes. Yeah, let's let's face it. Uh, you know, if it is, you know, if there is something bad to it, you don't want it dragged all over the place, and that's what will be prevented. Joey to uh, on the line tonight from the debris inhibitor razor, Southern Sports, American-made product, uh, good sponsor of ours here. But uh, you know, trying to you know e- educate people, I guess, is the best thing. And as you said, that's why the debris inhibitor was invented to keep uh, these these pesky pellets on, on the you know on the field. Now, from from your perspective, this. is is NFHS approved, which is huge for high school football, and I guess you guys are going to be a little bit more proactive here, saying that you know, hey, maybe some other levels, you know, up from high school, should be looking at this. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Uh, oh yeah, absolutely, and and it's not really as much NFHS approved as you know NFHS that we fit into their guidelines. Mm-hmm. So you know they don't they don't necessarily give an approval or not, but you know we do fit into the NFHS guidelines, and I think anybody now with the advent of direct uh, or you know, with uh, HD television, whenever they're watching a, a game, well, I used to say it, a college game on Saturday or a pro game on Sunday, but now everybody plays every day of the week. So, um, But, you know, anytime that you're looking at any of the upper-level games, uh, you can see that crumb rubber flying all over the place from over the ball. You know, if an incomplete ball hits the turf, you can see a, a splash of uh, crumb rubber. Or you know, if a player gets tackled, you can see that on there, and and uh, you know, so that's re- we're trying to break into that because you certainly if it if it's uncomfortable for a high school or a peewee player, it would have to be uncomfortable for a collegiate or a pro player.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Joey Teichert on the line tonight from the Debris Inhibitor Razor on High School Football America. And, um, you know, one of the things, and I, I think one of the NBC reports said 5,000, uh, you know, synthetic turf fields in America. That actually, I think, sounds a little low to me. I think there's probably more, and there's going to be more because of the cost of watering and droughts out here in California and all that. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think the, the the question becomes at this point, um, you know, even beyond that, and you and I were we're talking about before i rolled the tape here um the razor does more uh, you, you know it's not just the pellets and all that you know there's a lot of debris on fields per se whether it's synthetic or real real grass and all that so you're protecting all of that stuff right joey oh,
2: absolutely and and uh, i think the 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 last number that i've seen for synthetic turf fields is about 12 a little over 12 000.
0: Oh, okay i, and, I thought that uh, was low yeah
2: yeah it, it's you know because if you um, um, they now cities, you know, cities are using them for their athletic complexes and they're putting in three or four fields at a time whenever they're doing that. And it's because of water and everything else. But, you know, right after we, uh, right after we came out with the, the old debris inhibitor before we had developed the razor, uh, we were at the, uh, uh, AFCA coaching show, uh, which is a national coaching show that, that you know, always takes, per- takes place the first week of January. And, uh, we had a couple of coaches from America, Samoa, Came in and uh, there was a couple of. I think they've got six or seven high schools there, and uh, you know, a huge football following. And uh, they were asking if they kept lava rocks out of the shoes, so uh, they, <laughs> they they actually had to play on. Uh, you know, they said that most of their fields were were pebbles, and uh, which really makes you appreciate the mainland United States. Really, you know, we're able to, to to play with that, but uh, it, was, you know, it was it was it was. Kind of funny because in about two or three weeks after that, uh, 60 Minutes actually did an expose on those coaches, which it was uh, was neat for them to come by the booth, and um, you know that's a whole other story about uh, all the the professional athletes and, and collegiate athletes that come from from Samoa that are uh, that are football players. But yeah, it actually you know we told them it actually keep will keep lava rocks out of your shoes as well. So. <laughs>
0: that's a great story well we always appreciate your time before we let you go here um you know i know that you've had an awesome year that uh, internet sales are up uh, what's uh what's the latest uh, any new colors coming down the pike why are why is this exploding is it uh, stories like uh, you know the NBC news one about the pellets and, and things other than just keeping them out of your shoes and all that what's uh what, what's new and what's great
2: it is, and I'll tell you the, the biggest thing is our partner at Twin City Knitting over in North Carolina. You know, they, they, uh, we, we signed, as you know, we signed a, a, uh, an agreement with them last year to where they're, you know, they're doing all of our team sales in the United States. And man, I tell you, we can't be more, more pleased with, with a group of people because they are, they see the vision. They see, uh, you know, them, with them dealing with the team dealers and the coaches on a daily basis, they saw a need for it. And then we've also got some, I think some pretty neat things that'll be coming out in, in, uh, in 2016, but, uh, you know, they're excited about it. And, and, you know, whenever you think about, uh, team socks in the United States, Twin Cities is just one of the, um, you know, one of the team, one of the places that, that, that everybody thinks about. So we have been, uh, we've been fortunate and blessed to be, uh, associated with them and the great job that they're doing. And, And I attribute them to, uh, you know, our our growth is uh, not going
0: to attribute a lot to them for that. So. Sure. Joey Tickard on the line, one of the founders of uh, the TDI Razor, the debris inhibitor razor. You can learn more at uh, TDI Razor with a U-R-A-Z-U-R dot com. And, uh, you know, if people were listening to this and they, they have the desire to keep those pellets out, uh, you, you mentioned, you know, teams have their team dealers and that. Uh, talk about uh, how people can can buy them. I know they can buy them directly from your website, Amazon. Give them Give them the skinny on that.
2: Uh, you can buy directly from, um, uh, you know, Amazon, and then also the TDI Razor and um, .com. And if you actually use the uh, uh, HSFA uh, uh, coupon code, you'll get a 20% uh, discount off of that. Then you know, that's for High School Football America, of course. And, uh, also we are an academy and I think there's a couple other box stores that you'll, uh, be surprised at, that we may show up in in, in, uh, probably February or March of next year. And then, uh, other than that, I know BSN is carrying them for team dealers and then, uh, you know, you can always ask your local, uh, uh, uh sporting goods dealer and, and of course they know how to get in touch with Twin Cities, I'm sure. So.
0: Well, Joey, we appreciate your friendship, appreciate you coming on here. Uh, folks, if you're just uh, tuning in, yeah, it's, it's a way, as this story will continue to evolve, uh, you know, if the EPA does get involved in all that. I mean, it's going to take some take some time. We're not going to get rid of crumb rubber at, at any point soon. Uh, it's a good way to keep it out of your shoes and, and, and keep safe. Joey, thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate it. Enjoy the upcoming holiday season. I can't believe we're almost in November. Well,
2: it, it, it's here before you know it, wasn't it? And i got to get a... Uh, I've not. Uh, I've been been pretty slammed with work and all, and I hadn't had a chance to see where my South Panola uh, <laughs> North South Panola Tigers are uh, ranked in the uh, in the polls. I, can you give well, me a, uh, a rundown on that real quick? They
0: they are number eleven, and uh, Coach Pogue picked up his two hundredth victory two weeks ago. So yeah, the University of South Panola, uh, bo- boy, is that a good program or what? they're not bad. (laughs) Seriously, now you've seen, what is it like, I mean, we, now we've had Coach on, but uh, what's it like, Uh, you've been to games there, what's what's it like, I mean, they they take their, in Batesville, they take their football a little seriously, don't they?
2: It's electric, I mean, it it, it really is, and I've been, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to be able to be on the sidelines for some of their big games, and I'll tell you, man, there's not a better atmosphere around, and, um, you know, it, it's funny because I, I I was able to keep up with them at the little bit at the first of the year, and I think the the first game they had 421 yards of uh, of offense, and I think all 420 of them were on the ground. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's some good old good old you know good old Southern football is what it is. So.
0: Well, the good thing is Coach Pogue's uh, son Tyler, the quarterback, has been able to. Come back. I mean, a lot of people were upset, uh, you know, when he when he had the knee injury. But he's come back and, and, and playing well. So I, I think uh, the the Tigers have another shot. Do I should I take one more uh, poke at you here? You you get a big win to your Rebs against uh, Alabama and then Memphis. Come on, your little consistency well, there. Come on. <laughs> well,
2: I will tell you. Well, you know, and I, I saw uh, I guess on Facebook or something the other day where their you know their quarterback is. Uh, they're, they're talking about a Heisman uh, putting him in the Heisman race. So, uh, you know, uh, Coach Fuentes up there has got it rolling.
0: Yeah, and, no, no, no yeah, disgrace like there. No disgrace in that loss.
2: <laughs> and, and, you know, I would hope that he would uh, stick around Memphis, but uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, 7-0, 8-0 at, at University of Memphis, I'm sure there's a lot of programs that are going to be looking at, uh, at, at, at trying to steal him away.
0: Oh, yeah, lots of changes at the top. We're, we're waiting to see what happens out here at USC this year. So, anyway, Joey, thanks for joining us tonight. We appreciate it, and uh, talk to you down the road.
2: Awesome. Thank you,
0: Jeff. Again, that's Joey Tiker, TDI Razor. I want to thank uh, him, plus our other guest, Tom Lombardo, head coach at St. Edward in Ohio, for a great show tonight, thanking all of our uh, partners aside from the TDI Razor. Uh, Scorestream. Check out all the scores tonight and throughout the weekend. Powered by Scorestream at Scorestream.com. Uh, also brought to you tonight by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 at USA Today HSS.com. Echo and crossover—great technology to make your coaching job a little bit easier and get you a competitive edge. Go to Echo1612.com to learn about instant replay on your sideline, eight seconds after the play is done on your iPad. They are the inventors, the creators of the instant replay for high school football on the sidelines. You gotta love it. And then crossover with a K. crossover.com forward slash football. Get a five minute free demo from the guys at Crossover. They will break down your game film for you, not only your teams, but uh, they will help you out with your scouting. Saves you so much time and money. You'll get to go home and see the the kids on the weekend, and we know how important that is, so check out all of our sponsors. You can do so by going to our website and clicking on the banner ads. Again, keep up with all the action throughout the weekend at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. That's going to do it for now. This is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from sunny Southern California. You You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network.